Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Kof Aleph. Today's daf has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Meddeb and his wife Lily in memory of Moshe ben Rachel Man. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Eidu Nishmat Acham Baruch Rafael ben Miriam and Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. We are beginning on daf Kof Amud Bet. And we will start two lines from the bottom. Bene Adam Shekidshu Bebet Akeneset. People that made Kiddush in the Bet Akeneset. What are we referring to over here? So, Rashbam writes, Hu Kiddush Shemekadesh Shaliyah Sibur Benele Shabbatot Vyamim Tovim Bebet Akeneset. You have to keep in mind that there was a custom that in the synagogue on Leil Shabbat, after the prayers, the Hazan of the synagogue would make Kiddush for the Kahal. I will see exactly what was the purpose of him making the Kiddush in the synagogue if everyone's going to go home and make Kiddush by themselves. But the Gemara says, On the assumption that people were in the synagogue and they listened to the Kiddush of the Hazan, Amar Rav, Yedei Yayin lo yatsu, Yedei Kiddush yatsu. Their obligation of wine, they did not fulfill. Their obligation of Kiddush, they did fulfill. What does this mean, their obligation of wine? Which means, if they're intending to drink more wine when they go home, they cannot rely on the Borepri Agefen that they heard in the synagogue, to cover them for the wine that they're going to drink when they get home. They would have to make another Bure Priya Gefen when they get home, if they just want to drink wine. But for their obligation of Kiddush, that you have to make on this Shabbat, they fulfill their obligation. Rashi, Rashban, Yedek Kiddush Yatsu. Afalpi Shelo Shatu. Even though they didn't even drink from the wine. The Kaimalan, which means the one that's making the Kiddush, he's the one that has to actually drink from the wine. And even if just one of the people drank, even if the Mekadesh didn't drink, but he gave it to somebody else to drink, they're all Yotzeh. So Rashbam says, but it's nice for everybody to taste a little from the wine of the Kiddush. But according to Rav, they do not have to make Kiddush again when they get home. Rav does not hold of the principle 
that yesh kiddush b'mkom se'uda. That the kiddush that you're making has to be made in a place where you're going to eat a se'uda. Hilka kafagav de lo achli bebet ha-keneset That's the kiddush of Rav. Even though they're not eating in the synagogue, but the yotzei de chobatan. Kiddush does not need to be followed up in the place where you're making the kiddush by a se'uda. Next, Rajbam. Yedei yayin lo yatsu. Shehem yesh lehem yayin bebetam v'shtot. If they want to drink wine in their homes, Hayavim devarech bore priyagefen. She'enam peturim beberkat hakos she'el sheshtiyat ha'yayin she'shatu bebet ha'keneset. They're not covered, why? Now, in your text, do you have the word me'ahar? Okay, my text, I have the word ma'amar. I knew there was a mistake. Me'ahar she'akru me'mekoman. Since bottom line they left that place, they have there say hadat. It's considered an interruption. But the guy let's say that's home, that's making kiddush in his house on Shabbat. If he wants to drink wine during the meal itself, he does not have to make another bore pinegifer. Why? The wine that he, that he made a bore pinegifer on the Kiddush, that covers him for the wine that he's going to drink later on after the Kiddush. And it's about a case where we know that he's going to drink wine, meaning he knew that he was going to drink wine. For example, on Shabbat, it was customary for people to drink wine during the Sauda. So when he made his word and gave it on the Kiddush, he knows that he's going to continue drinking, so therefore he is covered. So that's the opinion of Rav. Rav says, Shemuel says, not only are you not Yotzeh Yayin, you have to make Geffen again, but you're not even Yotzeh Yedeh Kiddush. Rashbam, Af Yedeh Kiddush lo Yatsu, Kete Parshinan Ta'ameh Lekameh, En Kiddush Elab Amkom Sa'uda. Because he holds the famous principle that we're familiar with, that for your Kiddush to hit, or to be valid, it's got to be followed up in the place where you are, by a sauda, by a meal. And since you're not eating in the synagogue, so therefore there is no uh, uh, validation of such a kiddush. Now, where do we see this principle of in kiddush that the kiddush for it to be valid has to be over a sauda? So Rashbam says dichtiv. He brings a pasuk in Yeshaya. shabbat oneg. You call the shabbat oneg. In the place where you're going to call the Shabbat, how do you call the Shabbat? You call it by reciting the Kiddush. That's where the Onig has to be. That's where the pleasure of eating has to be. When you call the Shabbat through Kiddush, Onig. You have to have the Sauda right there. That's the Midrash of the Pasuk. Or, give it all to the thing, Sevarao. It's just a, it's just a Sevarao. It's logic. That what? The fact that the rabbis established to make the Kiddush on a cup of wine, from the Torah law, you just have to make a verbal Kiddush. Hachamim came along, and they said, no, we want you to make that verbal Kiddush on a cup of wine. The Hashiv. It makes logic that the rabbis, when they said, make it on the wine, which wine were they talking about? The wine that you're having during your sauda. That's considered hashub, not just an arbitrary cup of wine. So therefore, Rajbam brings you two logic. The reason why he brings you the second logic is because 
it's possible that the Rajbam wants to say that this concept of Kiddush Mekom Seuda is already a law from the Torah. Which means, the first Pasuk is quoting, eh, that's a Midrash on the Pasuk. However, he wants to say, but a Sevara. And when you have a Sevara, a Sevara can make it a, no, an item. That what? That the Indian, they want you to eat at the time of the Kiddush, that already is logical, that that's what they want it to be. In any event, that's the Mahloket, a very fundamental Mahloket between Rav and Shemuel. Comes the Gemara and says, According to Rav, why would anybody ever make Kiddush in his house? Meaning, once you fulfill your obligation in the synagogue, so what is the business of making Kiddush at home? So he said, no, no, he has family members, he has his wife, he has his uh, children that didn't go to the synagogue, so he has to just say it at home for them. And we have the opposite question. Shemuel, what are you making it in the synagogue for? If you're not Yotzeh, because Enkidushilam comes Sauda, so what's the purpose of this Benag? So the Gibra says, It's for the guests. To fulfill the guests, their obligation. Because they eat and they drink and they sleep in the synagogue. In the old days, the guests that would travel from town to town, where would they be put up? The synagogue would put them up. And the synagogue would also provide for them uh, food, let's say. That was where their lodging was. So they were for the orchim, for the guests that are traveling, so they don't have a house to make kiddush. So therefore the custom became where the hazan makes kiddush in order to fulfill the um, obligation of orchim. I, Shemuel, in kiddush elam comes sa'uda. No, these guys have a sa'uda. They're eating in the synagogue. So comes the Gemara and says, Ve'azda Shemuel ta'amen. Shemuel's following his reasoning. The Amar Shemuel, in kiddush ela bimkom sa'uda. This principle of Now, uh, at this point, let's read. Let's read the uh, Tosafot. Let's start with the second Tosafot, the Shmuel. Lamali lekedusha bebekenishta. understand. All the people that are not going home, let's say, that have to repeat the Kiddush again, because they don't have any family, so therefore the Kiddush does serve a purpose for them. They fulfill their obligation. Next, Tosfot. Now, Tosfot has a question from the Gemara Megillah. What do you mean? They're eating and drinking in the synagogue? You're not allowed to eat in the synagogue. So how are they? Uh, you tell me now, the kidney of these kidneys become so now. Now, the Afalgab, the Achilavish, the Ashil Mitzvah Mutar, even though you can argue and say, oh, this is not Stam eating, this is the eating of a Mitzvah. Kedabrina Bilusham, is Shayu Achlim Sham, the Kidusha Hodesh, it says in the. Um, in Beit HaMikdash, when they used to sanctify the new month, so they used to have a sauda for the witnesses that would come, and they would uh, make a sauda in the uh, place of the Kodesh. Today, don't we have a Brit Milan in the synagogue? We drink a cup of wine in the synagogue. Or we have, let's say, a Havdala. Don't we drink the wine in the synagogue? So for a mitzvah, it seems you're allowed to eat. Because But if it's not for a mitzvah, it's not for a mitzvah. 
Which means, what about sleeping? The Gemara said also over here, they would sleep in the synagogue. Sleeping, there's also a sleeping shil mitzvah. And eating, the question is, is this eating over here technically an eating of mitzvah? Even the synagogues, don't think there's only the synagogues in Eretz Israel, but even the synagogues in Chutz La'anis also have a Kedushah in them. Because the rabbis of Babel, one time it was raining. And they didn't want to go into the synagogue to protect themselves from the rain. It was not for the fact that because when you learn Halachah, you need to have clarity. So they weren't able to learn in the rain. So they justified themselves for going into the synagogue only because it was to give them more concentration in their learning. But if it was just a, a safe haven them from the rain, they would not have gone into the synagogue. Why? Because you don't use the synagogue as an umbrella. So therefore, you see that what? That even the synagogues in Babel had Kedushah. But what do you mean? We said over there in the Gemara that they used to build the synagogues in Babel on condition. Now what does condition mean? Condition that they can do whatever they want? No. Meaning the condition was that after God forbid they destroyed, then already you're not, uh, the Kedushah goes away. Hmm. They already stipulated that as long as the synagogue is around, there's Kedushah. Uh, if the synagogue, God forbid, gets desecrated, the Kedushah goes away. So we're back to the question. These synagogues were talking about in Babel. They still had the Kedushah on them. Hmm. You tell me the guests ate and drank and uh, slept hmm. in the synagogue, what's going on? That's what's the answer they used to eat and drink and sleep in these rooms that were next to the uh, actual synagogue itself. And from there, they would hear the Kiddush. Which is a very interesting question now. Which means, they were in one room where they would have the Sa'udah, and the Hazan would say the Kiddush out loud, and they would hear the Kiddush where their Sa'udah was, and they would say, then Tosfot says that his opinion is that if you're in the same house, you're allowed to hear the Kiddush in one place. If your intention wants to go eat in another room in the same house. He said, according to my opinion, that says that's permissible. It's very good. They heard the Kiddush in the synagogue proper. And then, after they heard the Kiddush, they walked to the other room under the same roof. And their intent was to do that from the beginning. And they were Yotze. So that's the way Tosafot answers that. Now, look at the uh, Tosafot on the Amud Bet. Kuf Amud Bet. That's the opinion of Rav. Rav says that the Kiddush that is done in the synagogue, everybody is Yotzeh. Because he held that you do not need Kiddush, Bimkom, Sauda. So comes the Latos Like we said, so long as the one that's making the Kiddush, he has, to, he has to taste from the wine. Somebody has to taste from the wine to be Yotzeh. You can't just say, Mekadish Shabbat, put the wine down. Oh, Afilu Ahatmem. Or even one of the people that are there, Mukhaq, Besof, Pechon, Ma'abin. Velakat Tahila, Sarishi, Tamukulam. Again, Tosfot also concurs with what the Rajbam said. The Khatayla, it's a mitzvah that everybody tastes from the wine. Vinine, the Halakha, Kishmuel. That Tosfot gives the Halakha. Halakha does indeed follow Shemuel. The Amar in Kidush Elam comes Saudah. The Afagab, the Be'am Halakha Kirab, Besure. 
Even though normally when you have halakha, Rav and Shemuel, halakha follows Rav, unless it's a monetary uh, case. This is not a monetary case. But still, Tosfot says, we're going to take the opinion of Shemuel. Why? Even though you have later on, Rav has other rabbis with him. Rabbi Hanan also concurs with him. Because Shemuel is not alone. Shemuel has uh, rabbis that concur with him. And therefore we're going to go with those opinions. V'chen pasag b'migilat starim. Migilat starim is a book of midrashim, of, of, of halachot. That what? That also is posek the same way. V'hamikadesh sheda'to le'echol b'mkom ha'cher. Now, let's say the Mikadesh himself. Enkidosh alam kom sa'udah. But he's not intending to eat in this place. He's intending to eat somewhere else. Tosfot says, "Hamikadesh shedatol lechom kumar yachol leotzi et ha'ochlim sham." He's able to make kiddush for the guys that are intending to stay. When you don't think for the kiddush to work, the mikdash himself has to eat in the spot. No, he can make the kiddush. They are the kiddush. They eat, and he goes home. Vechem mashma the mistama echadum ne'ayir hayam mikdash ben tekeneset umotzi ha'ochlim. Who was the guy that was Motsi the Orchim? Not one of the guests. One of the guys from the city, right? The Gemara said, Bene Adam Shikachu Who is Bene Adam Shikachu? One of the guys from the city. He wasn't a guest. He wasn't eating in the synagogue. He made the kiddush for the guests. They sat down to eat and uh, he went home. So you see the what? The, 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 the Mekadesh himself not necessarily has to eat to be Motsi others. Now we have a question. Now let's say you're in the synagogue, and in your synagogue you don't have guests. Not every synagogue has this uh, facility over here. Mm-hmm. So the that Tosfot says, "In lekadesh da'avia beracha lebatala." In this case, over here, what do you make of the kedush for? The kedush considered beracha, but there's no purpose. They came and Kishmuel. So therefore, uh, Tosfot holds that this minhag was fluctuating only in places where there was orchim, but in a place where there's no orchim, you don't make the beracha. Now, regarding that, there is a machloket amongst the Ishonim. For example, the opinion of Harambam is that today, even though we don't eat in the Beta Knesset, still the Takana was to make Hidush, and the Takana did not go away. It's one of those things where, you know, even though the reason doesn't apply, Hakami made a Takana to make Hidush in the Beta Knesset, so Harambam held, you still make it today. Now, the Rajbah has an interpretation, what's the logic of this? So he said like this, there's really two reasons why you make the Kiddush in the Beit Kedis, one for the Orchim, and secondly, Rajbah says, and the Tosfot brings it down at the end of this mm-hmm. Tosafot, if you want to look at the end of this Tosafot, Katat B'Shem Rav Natronai Gaon, it's like a four, four lines, lines before the end of this Tosafot, mm-hmm. he says like this, and after they would make the kiddush they would take some of the wine and they would put it in their eyes as a refuah. Like it says in the which means when a person takes big strides when he's walking, he loses part of his eyesight. So the Gemara over there said, when does he get it back? of Shabbat Friday night. So therefore, uh, the second benefit 
of doing it in the Bet Knesset was that this, this wine was a special Kiddush wine over here. This wine over here was medicinal. It was for the eyes. So they would make the Kiddush, the Shazam would drink, they would pass the cup around, and everybody would dabble some of the, uh, some of the wine in the eyes. So the Rajma says that, um, since uh, that still applies today, mm-hmm. so therefore they did not be vatelet from the Beta uh, Knesset. Furthermore, he says, now the Tosfot argues, the Tosfot says, if that's the whole thing, you can do it at home. Tosfot quotes at the end of it and says, uh, If that's the reason, so that's specifically the wine of the Kiddush of the synagogue. It can be even the wine of home. But the Rajpah seems to say that that was one of the Tekanot that they would do it in the synagogue for the Rifu'ah. Therefore, we still have people that need Rifu'ah for this ailment. So therefore, he says, he continued to do it. Furthermore, he writes that Today we make a beracha on Leil Shabbat called Berkat Me'ain Sheva. Mm-hmm. Now Berkat Me'ain Sheva was also made originally because the synagogues were in the fields and it was dangerous and therefore they didn't want people to walk home alone at night. So therefore they would stretch the tefillah out in order the people that were praying a little longer Amidah so give them time to finish up so everybody could leave the synagogue together. Now even though today we don't have that uh, issue anymore of our synagogues in the fields but still what? We still make Berkat Me'ain Sheva. So that asked for one thing just like you make Berkat Me'ain Sheva even though the reason doesn't apply anymore so therefore we, can't, we, can't, we continue the same tradition of the Kiddush on the Shabbat that you also make even though the ta'am does not apply. Now, what is the opinion of Shukhar Aruch on this subject? So if you open up, Halakha Resh Samichtet. Halakha Aleph. And Maran is Posek. Deen HaKidush Bebet HaKeneset. Nohagim Mekadesh Bebet HaKeneset. ואין מקדש לטעום מיין הקידוש, אלא מתאימו לקטן. ואין קידוש אלא במקום סעודה. So first, מרן says a חידוש. He says according to שמואל, that אין קידוש אלא במקום סעודה, so if you're going to be מוציא the קהל, now the guy that's making the קידוש over here, so he's not eating in the בית כנסת, he's doing it for the Guests. Mm-hmm. So for him to be Mutsi, the guest, Maran says, he himself has to eat as well. And he himself is not planning on eating. So therefore, how can he drink from the wine? Because he can't drink from the wine unless your Kiddush is going to be valid with a Sa'uda. So therefore, he says, since you're not planning on eating, you have to give the wine to a Katan to, to drink. That's the way he gets around that. Maran continues, Umeikara. but better to take the minhag, like the Tosfot said, not to say the Kiddush of the minhag, Eris Yisrael. And that is the minhag in Eris Yisrael. Says the, says the Mishnah Berurah, 
בית, ואין קידוש, היינו דאין המקדש שיוצא בקידוש זה, כיוון שאין לו מקום סעודתו. משום אחי, אסור לו לטעון כלום עד שיקדש במקום סעודתו. אתה צריך להגיד בטור קטן. בבקן אשתה, אוקיי? להוציא מידי חובתם. ואפגד המקדש עצמו לא יצא, ואז תוספות צפויים, מוציא את האחרים. אם לא יוסף אינם בין יוצא, אבל אתה יכול לתת, אתה יכול להיות מוציא אותם. אז אני אגיד את זה, אבל אתה לא יכול לתת, כי אתה יכול לתת 22. כי אם אתה לא יוצא, איך אתה יכול לתת וואן? אתה יכול לתת לפני שאתה יכול לתת. אז אתה יכול לתת לאחרים, אף על פי שאין אוכל להם. אף על פי שאין אוכל להם. ואז אם אשתה ולאדם צזו מדינתנו, נוהגים לקדש בבית הכנסת בשבת ויום טוב. בלבד, בליל א' של פסח אין לקדש בבית הכנסת. זאת אומרת, אשכנזים, they still have the custom to make the kiddush in the bet kenesa on Shabbat and Yom Tov, bar from the first night of Pesach. Now, the Ramah has an interesting footnote here. He says, The custom is that they stand during that kiddush. So the Mishnah Ura just quotes, there's a sigula, if a person's legs are tired, let him stand for the Kiddush in synagogue during the, during the Bet Knesset, and that'll take away his uh, tiredness of the, uh, of, the, of the legs. Okay, so that is that halakha. Now the Gemara, we can continue. Now it should be pointed out, Maran is also posek, like uh, Shemuel, that what? That in Kiddush, Elav Mkom Seudah. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. Savur Mine. So the rabbis understood from Shemuel, Hani Mile, these words that you said, in Kiddush, Elav Mkom Seudah, Mi Bayit Le Bayit. This is only talking about if you're going from house to house. Which means you heard Kiddush in one house and you're planning on eating in another house. Oh, so then already it's no good because you have to have the Kiddush in the same house. However, in the same house that you're going from place to place, you have no problem. For example, according to this understanding, if somebody is in uh, the first floor and he makes the Kiddush, and then he wants to go eat on the, in the attic, on the, fir, on the top floor. According to the assumption over here, you're under the same roof. Mutar. So the whole dean of Shemuel was, you can't go from one house, Kiddush, and eat in a different house. But under the same roof, to go from place to place, it would be Mutar. That's the Gemara's assumption at this point. So comes the Gemara and says, hold it. Is that so? The Gemara says... So Ravanan Bar Tahlifa said, Zimnin Sagi'ana Vakaimna Kameh de Shmuel. I was with Shmuel many times. Venachit Me'igra Le'ara. And he went from the attic to the first floor. Ve'hadar Me'kadesh. And he made Kiddush again. So you see what? Even under the same roof, it is a problem. Now, the question is, what do you mean? Shemuel, what? He made Kiddush on the roof. But then he didn't have the Sarudah on the roof. And that what? He went downstairs and made Kiddush again. So what did he make Kiddush on the roof for? If he knew that he wasn't going to be Yotzeh. What is that? Zabarakah al-Battala. Od pa'am. The Gemara said, Shemuel made a Kiddush on the roof. 
And then what did he do? When he came downstairs to the first floor, he made Kiddush again. So what is that supposed to teach you? That in Kiddush, even under the same roof. So the question I'm just asking you is, if Shemuel knew that, so what is he making Kiddush on the roof in the first place? Again, I'm reading the Gemara. The Gemara says... What is Hadar Mekadesh? He would repeat the Kiddush. So the explanation could be that Shemuel himself did not make the Kiddush. Others made the Kiddush. And Shemuel was present. So he listened to the Kiddush on the roof. However, since he did not eat his Su'udah on the roof, so he did not rely on the Kiddush that he heard upstairs with those people. He came downstairs, made Kiddush again, and ate. So therefore he didn't put himself in the predicament of a Beracha Lebatala. That was not the, uh, that's not the case. So now the question is, uh, you see over even in the same house, you have a problem. So now the Sheila would be like this. That's in the case where you're going from the roof to downstairs. But how far are you going to say this? What about if you're in the same room? Which means, let's say I am, even from room to room, I'll tell you it's a different room. But if I'm in the same room, it's a big room. I'm in one corner. I make the kiddush in one corner of the room, and then I want to go eat in the other corner. You're in a big ballroom, let's say. Right? So everybody congregates in one corner, and makes the kiddush. After they hear the kiddush, they walk to their table, to that place. So are we going to go so far in that case also to say, no, it's got to be mamash, kiddush, become sauda, where you said it, that's where you got to eat it. Or do we say, mipina lipina, it's okay. So look at the Tosfot. Tosfot, aval mimakom mimakom bechad beta. Pirush mecheder lebayit, from one room to a different house, or mibayit laaliyah, or let's say from the house to the first floor, kemo megral lara. Aval mepina lepina. Tosfot says yes kiddush. There is kiddush. So Tosfot says there was no question in one room from corner to corner. That was never a she'elah in the Gemara. The she'elah of the Gemara was from upstairs to downstairs or different rooms. And the Gemara's conclusion is that it's a problem. Because Shemuel, even though he was on the same roof, he went downstairs and made Kiddush again. But Pina the Pina, there's no question. Pina turns the room, Rabbi, right? Is that what we're saying? In the same room itself. No problem. Where you made Kiddush in one corner, mm-hmm. and then you ate in the same room in a different corner. Tosfot saying that was never even a she'ela of the Gemara. However, no, from room to room, even on the same floor, according to Tosfot, is a problem. problem. According to the Maskanah, the Gemara, only pina, the pina is okay. So I want to just point out to you that the reef over here argues on this Tosafot. And the reef holds that the Gemara's question was even the pina, the pina was even in the same room itself, and the Gemara's conclusion, according to it, would be that Pina Le Pina would be a problem as well. So according to it, it has to be Mamash in the, same, in the same spot, exactly. Now the question is, how does uh, Shuhan Aruch uh, rule when it comes to when it comes to this, uh, to this case over here, does it have to be uh, exactly in the same uh, room, or does he give uh, flexibility? 
So we will come and see this uh, halakha. The halakha would be, the halakha would be, open up in your Mishnah Berura, in Siman Resh Ayin Gimal, halakha Aleph. Resh Ayin Gimal, Maran says, אין קידוש אלא במקום סעודה ובבית אחד מפינה לפינה חשוב מקום אחד So Maran clearly says that in the same room from one corner to another is still considered מקום אחד שאם קידש לאכול בפינה זו he sat and made the kiddush in one corner. And then, even if he changed his mind, and he decided to eat in a different corner of the room, even if it's a big ballroom, like we said, you do not have to repeat. Now that we said is like the shita of the Tosfot. And some want to say that what? That some say no. The rule is like this: so long as you can see your place, even if you from the house to the courtyard, and some want to say shim kidesh from komehad al darat lechol from komahir shapir dame. Which means, some want to say more lenient. They want to say, as long as you kabana, when you made the kiddush, in one place, with kabana to go, and eat in a different place, it's okay. But so long as it's under the same roof. So therefore, Maran over here brings uh, different opinions to the extent what is permissible, the anyan, kiddush will come sauda, and how far it goes. Now, we will see the uh, bottom lines uh, in this halakha later. But that's uh, the opinions that you see brought down in the Shukhan Aruch. At least you see the different opinions that are out there. Now, comes the, the Maran continues, and says, Ve'af Ravuna Savar, en kiddush e'la b'mkom sa'udah. Shemuel is not alone. Shemuel also has Ravuna with him. How do you know Ravuna also en kiddush b'mkom sa'udah? Ravuna kaddish. Ravuna made kiddush. Ve'takera le'shargah. After he made the kiddush, the light in his house went out. Mm-hmm. He had the candles on Friday night. Right. They went out. He can't eat in the dark. So what did he do? He went to the chupa, uh, of his son, Rabah. Rabah got married that week. So he's having Shiva Berachot. Nice. Now, in the house of the Shiva Berachot, the custom was they would give the Khatan, you know, a special house that he would live. And they would have candles, obviously, in that house. So he knew there's definitely going to be light over there. So he made kiddush in his house. He didn't eat because it was dark. So what did he do? He went to his son's house where they had the light. Now the question is, did he make kiddush again? Because after all, he did make kiddush, you know, but he didn't eat. So the Gemara says, There was light over there. And he made kiddush again. 
and he tasted something. He ate. What do you see over here? Alma kasavar en kiddush ela bimkom seuda. So you see again that uh, concept. So Ravuna also agrees because if, if he held it, you don't need kiddush bimkom seuda. He was covered. Maybe he wanted to go to his son's house uh, to eat yeah, in the light. Yeah. But what do you make a kiddush again? Ela yimasod en kiddush ela bimkom seuda. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ve'af raba. Savar en kiddush ilam kom seuda. So we're tackling on the rabbis now. Mm-hmm. Rabbi also holds en kiddush ilam kom seuda. The Amar Abaye, because Abaye has a story. Ki avina be mor. He says when I was by my master's house, that's Rabbi. Ki ava mekadesh. After we would make kiddush, Amar lan teimu mide. He would tell us, listen, eat something, taste something. Why? Dilma ad azlitu leushpiza. Because maybe by the time you get home to your uh, host where you're staying, Likely maybe the lights are going to be off. And what's going to happen? And you're not going to have an ability to make Yiddush over there in a place where you're going to eat. Because you're not going to eat in the dark. And therefore, what's going to happen? You made Kiddush over here. You didn't eat anything. You're going to go home, the light's going to be off. So you're not going to eat anything over there, therefore you're not going to be able to make Kiddush. And therefore, And you're not going to be Yotzeh with the Kiddush that you made over here. So therefore, he told them that in the event that you're not going to be able to eat when you get home, and therefore your Kiddush is not going to be Hal, Listen to the Kiddush over here, eat something over here, and then you cover it. At least you, you, you'd say, Yedek Kiddush. Look at the Rashbam. Dilma, Metakira lechu sharga. Velo tochlu. The light goes out, they're not going to eat in the dark. Ve'afilu atem mulchim lishan belo achila. So it's okay, big deal. So I go to sleep without eating. Well, so different. Okay, so you all eat. That wasn't his concern about whether they're going to eat or not. His concern was bekidush takalo nafkitu yedekidush. His worry was forget about the eating. I said you won't eat. But the issue was what you got to make kidush. Regardless if you eat or not, you have to be mekadesh on Shabbat. So therefore, insurance. Eat something over there so you guarantee at least you would say yedekidush. Now look at the Tosfot. Tosfot, where he says ubekidusha deachalo nafkitu. Tosfot says, "Uma shelo ayam makpid al saudat Shabbat shelochol beloner kede parish bekunteras." Which means, how come he didn't tell him, "Hey, you know what? Eat over here, not only for your kiddush. Eat over here because you got to eat saudat Shabbat, mm-hmm. and if you're not going to eat in the dark, and therefore to me you're saying you're eating of saudat Shabbat, you should eat over here." It seems that Rabbi wasn't worried about their missing a meal. Right. He was worried about missing a. Kiddush, what do you mean? There's a mitzvah to eat a Saudat Shabbat as well. So you should have told him, eat with us over here as well, not only for your Kiddush, but for your Saudat. If the lights go out, they have two problems. They have a Kiddush problem, and they have no meal. So Tosfot said that wasn't a problem. Which means you can make it up. I mean, Tosfot holds that the law of Shalosh Saudat on Shabbat, if you don't do it on 
Leil Shabbat, you can make it up by having three surodot the next day. So that wasn't he worried about it. Yeah, you make a tashlimin on the surodot that you missed. Or, Shema Yuchlu Le'echol Mimkom Sheyesh Shamner Ve'en Yayin. Okay, well, he wasn't worried about that. Okay, so you'll go find a place where there's light and eat on Friday. I'm not worried about the surodot. But you're not going to have Kiddush maybe over there. So therefore, make sure that your Kiddush is settled. Now, what did he tell them? Taste something. Now, we don't know exactly what he told them to eat. So Tosfot says, The Tosfot right before that. Uh, Tosfot wants to say, To be your say the Kiddush, it has to be what? Bread. Now, Minet Targimah would be, let's say, like uh, Mizonot items, or let's say fruit and meat and stuff like that. Lashlim Gimel Saudot Shabbat. If that'll be to be, you'll say the Gimel Saudot, Kemobuskahainu Davka Besuda Shilishit. That might only work for Saudat Shilishit. Abalo Besaudat Arbit Vesharit, Shemikar Kemot Shabbat. Now, regarding this last part of the Tosafot, the Beit Yosef himself is misupak what this Tosafot is talking about over here. But Tosafot says, I'm questioning if he Yosef with Minet Targimah. Bread, for sure. Is he talking about the subject of Kedush Mokom Sa'udah? Meaning, is he going and saying, listen, I know for sure bread you covered, but what about if a guy wants to eat Mizonot? Is that going to be considered enough for Kedush Mokom Sa'udah? And the Tosfot wants to say that, uh, that no, maybe for uh, only Sa'udah Shilishit, that'll cover you, but not for Yuchayuv of Kedush Mokom Sa'udah. Or is Tosfot now going on a totally different subject? That's the suffix of the Beit Yosef. He doesn't know. So he says, could be the Beit Yosef, the Tosfuna, period, new subject. Regarding the surdot that you eat on Shabbat, what do you say? Do you have to eat bread at every meal? Or could you eat even minet targimat? And that he's saying, well, for sure, Friday night on Shabbat, uh, surdot, no. But the surdot you eat, you can be lenient. The halakha, the halakha, the Beit Yosef, however, does come out. I wrote that in Shohan Aruch as well, that in order to fulfill the Kiddush from Kom Se'udah, it does not have to be specifically right. bread. Okay? And we'll read that in uh, inside. Halakha he in Resh Ayin Gima. Kadvua Geonim. Had in Kiddush Ela from Kom Se'udah, Afilu Akal Davar Mu'at, so Maran clearly says Perot are not going to be Yotze. And then he says that Davka Akalechem. So what does the Mishnah Berurah say? So Mishnah Berurah says Muat. So the minimum of whatever you're going to eat doesn't have to be a kabetza. It can even be a kezayit. And then he comes along and says, "Perot uh, lo." Look at that mishnah brura. Actually, we can read chafer. Oshata yain vechoshekeni makal minet targima mehameshet minim diyatza. Oh. So Kremish Tavura says, if you eat any of the grains, you also will be Yotzeh on the Mizonot. Tehem hashibi tefil is Tordat Shabmiyayim. If Baran tells you you can drink wine, or she wouldn't you be Yotzeh? So certainly Mishnah Tavura said that's not to exclude 
Mezonot. If anything mezonot is more asur than a cup of wine. So therefore, it could also be. Ava shechar, ushar mashkin, afilu muhamar medina, in yotze bam, mekom sauda. Like a beer or something like that that's considered Hamar Medina. A uh, person drinks a uh, bottle of beer, now you'll say it's wine or the Mizonot item. Fine. Now, this is the Shabbat. This is for Lel Shabbat we're talking about. When you need Kiddush from Kom, Soda. Perot Lo, the Hameshit Minim Nekra, Mazon, Veyayin, Soedalev, Avashar Devarim, Afidu Achad Memarbi. The guy stuffed himself with fruits and vegetables. Eno Hashuv, Soda, Kelal. Okay, so therefore, one has to uh, be careful with that. Kamsi Gibran continues. Kamsi Gibran continues. Ini, we have a contradiction, we have a question. You just told me a testimony from Rabbah. That what? That he told you, make sure you eat over here so your kiddush is going to be hal. Hold it. Abayeh said, Kol mili demor, hava avid kerav. All the halakhot of more of Rabbah, Rabbah was always posek like rav. Levar mehanet lat. Except, for three cases, David, Kishmuel. In all the Makhlukot of Rav and Shemuel, the general rule of Rabbah was, he would take Rav. Except for three cases, he made an exception, and he took Shemuel. What were the three cases? Matiri mebeged lebeged. Number one, there was no argument between Rav and Shemuel. Can you take the seat from one garment? And put them on a different garment. According to Rav, he said, you're not allowed. Shemuel came along and said, Mutar. In that case, he said, Matirim sisi bebeke lebeke. Umadiki miner lener. We also learned in the laws of Hanukkah, according to uh, Rab, you were not allowed to light from one ner Hanukkah to a, another ner Hanukkah. Which means you take one of the wicks and you light the menorah with it to another light. Uh, Shemuel said, no, madikin miner lener. And three, and the law of Gerera, as we learned several times, Detanya, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Gorer Adam, Mita Kisev Safsad Bishabat, Ubilad Shloyit Kaven, Lasot Haritz. Rabbi Shimon held that if a person is draining, let's say, a bed on the ground, when he's not mit Kaven for the furrows that are, might take place, which would be a problem of Choresh. So Rabbi Shimon says, as long as you're not mitkaven, it's permissible. So long as it's not a psikreshe. So long as it's not inevitable. Which means if it's inevitably going to make furrows, so your kavana or lack of kavana is not going to help you. That's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Shemuel was posek like Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara is asking a question. Besides these three, Rabbi did not follow Shemuel. Now you're telling that he also holds like similar regarding the law of Enkidush Ela, then comes Sauda. What do you mean? <coughs> so the Gabra says, no, no. Kehumre de Rav Hava Avid. The rule is like this. He would always take Rav when Rav was strict. That was the rule. Which is, anytime Rav was strict, Rabba's rule was, I go like that. Except in three cases, I'm going to be lenient like Shemuel. In all these cases, he was lenient. But Tirim Sisi Mebeged Abeged, Madikim Ener Lener, and Gorer Atam, Mitaki Sebe Safsal. However, Kekule Derav, Lo Ava Avid. 
But he didn't have a rule when it came to the leniencies of Rav. Which means Rav over here was lenient. When he says, Yesh Kiddush, even though it's not Mukam Sa'udah, that's a leniency. I'll take the leniencies. The Humrot, I always take the Humrot except three. But the leniencies, I could even go like Shemuel. So that answers that. Now comes the Gemara and gives a third opinion. So we have the opinion of Rav, and we have the opinion of Shemuel, regarding Kiddush Mukam Sa'udah. Everybody... Uh, uh, over here was discussing the case of the Kiddush that was done in the Bet Knesset. So, Rav held what? That you're not Yotzei Yedeh Yayin. And really everybody agreed to that. That the Yayin, you're not Yotzei. Why? How could you make Baripin Geffen in one place? And then you go home and you rely on the Baripin Geffen that you heard in the synagogue to go continue drinking. Everybody said, no, that's considered a Sehadahat, that's considered a Shinui Makom. Doesn't work. So the Gebarah says, Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Af Yayin He comes along and says, You also Yotze Yede Yayin. Now Tosfot points out only in the case where he drank some. Which means there's no shame if you just heard Barip and Geffen and you didn't sip from the wine. Mm-hmm. For sure, even Rabbi Yohanan is going to tell you, You can't go home and continue drinking Al Semech, the Kiddush that you heard in the synagogue. It means you heard the Kiddush, you heard the Geffen, you sipped. From the wine itself, and then you went home. Now, what's the Hiddush in this over here? So the Gemara says, Be'az that Rabbi Yohanan, Neta'ameh. Rabbi Yohanan's following his reasoning. Be'amar of Hanin, but Abayeh, Amar of Pedat, Amar of Yohanan, Echad Shinui Yayin. Be'echad Shinui Makom, En Sarikh Nevarech. Which means, whether they change the wine on you, or they change the place, you still do not have to make another Borei Pidagifin. What's the case where they change the wine? You made Borei Pidagifin at the, at the Sa'udah. All of a sudden, they bring out now a new barrel, and they put it on the table. So now you're covered. When you made the Borei Pidagifin on the first one, it covers all the subsequent wines that you're going to eat during the Sa'udah. That Ashbam does point out that you would have to make in certain uh, situations the Berachah Tov Metif which is a separate beracha that when you get another wine. And it's a machloket, if the wine has to be better than the first wine, or it has to be at least not worse than the first wine. That's the machloket amongst the, the shonim. Tosfot holds, if you look at the bottom Tosfot, Tosfot says that... On the previous page. Tosfot on Shinu Yayin in Sarikh Levarech, Second wide line, Ve'amar Rabbi Yitzhak B'Shem Rabbi Baruch. Hatov v'ammetiv. Ma'ashma b'chol i'nyan afilu metaba levisha. According to him, it's even better, even if it's worse. Even if you downgraded the wine. Bottom line, you're drinking, drinking a second uh, cup of wine on the table from a different uh, vat. You make a tov v'ammetiv. And then he comes along and says, the Tosfot, uh, three lines from the bottom that he wants to say right, that's what one says it cannot be uh, you know that, that much worse than the first one where you have to force it down so there's exactly what grade of wine regarding the second uh, thing that you have to make in any event but you don't have to make on Shinui Yayin. Furthermore, on Shinui Makom, Rabbi Yohanan also says, you do not have to make, what would Shinui Makom mean? Which means if you made 
If you made Gefen in one place, and then you moved to a different place, you're covered. So comes again, Moran says, That's the question from a Braita against Rabbi Yohan. How can you tell me, Shinui Makom, you don't have to make a Beracha? The Gemara says, Shinui Makom Tzarich Nevarich. I mean, if you make a Shinui Makom, if you change the place where you made the Beracha, you do have to make a new Beracha. Shinui Yayin in Tzarich Nevarich. Shinui Yayin, if they bring another wine in the same Sauda, you're covered. You make a Tov Amitiv. So the Gemara says, Tiyuftad, Rabbi Yohanan, Tiyuftad. Gemara said, this is a refutation. You know, Rabbi Yohanan cannot argue on a Braita. So therefore, Rabbi Yohanan is refuted. Comes the Gemara and says, Yativ Rav Idi Bar Abin Kamed Rav Chazda. Rav Idi Bar Abin was sitting in front of Rav Chazda. V'yativ Rav Chazda v'ka'amar m'shemed Rav Huna. Rav Huna Rav Chazda sat and he repeated over from the teaching of Rav Huna. Ha'da'amar chinui makom sadiq lebarech. That which we say, that chinui makom, you have to make another beracha. Lo shanu ela mi bayit le bayit. This is only talking about from one house to another house. I mean, you made the beracha in one house, now you go to a different house, so then already shinui makom. That's a valid shinui makom. Aval, mi makom, mi makom. Lo. Which means, like we interpreted above, in the same house. Going from place to place, you do not have a problem. As long as you're under the same roof, we're understanding. So comes the Gemara and says, Amma le Rav Idi bar Avin, Hachi tanina le b'matnita tebe Rav Hinak. says, oh, this is what you're just telling us. We have a bright on the name of Rav Hinak. Ve'amni le b'matnita tebe bar Hinak. And some say, no, it's a bright from the son of Hinak. Kebatech. There's a brighter that says the same thing. So comes the Gemara and says, well, So what is Ravuna telling us? Something that's written in explicit brighter? I mean, if does coming along with Hadush, you should know that Ravuna said that with this deen of the Shinui uh, Makom, it's only one house to another house. But under the same roof, you're covered. So the Gemara says, you should know, by the way, what you just said, there's a brighter, either by Rav Hinak or Bar Hinak. So the Gibraltar says, what? So Ravunaj, come and tell me something that's written in a explicit brighter? So the Gibraltar says, Ravuna manita no shamiyale. What do you want? The Amoraim, they had to know every Mishnah. But they did not necessarily have to know every brighter. So therefore, what are you, uh, what are you questioning? Ravuna made a statement. He wasn't aware uh, well, that there's a brighter. Like you found the brighter? Matova manaim. What do you have to... Now, the Rajbam, he doesn't even like this whole text. He comes and says, what's even the question? The Gemara would not even answer such a question. Ravuna, you're coming to tell me something's written in the Braita? What do you mean? We have all the time that the rabbis make statements, and then later on we find a Braita that supports what they're saying. Why all of a sudden the Gemara over here says, Oh, Ravuna, you tell me something's in the Braita. This is, uh, happens all the time. So therefore he holds that the Gersa over here, some texts didn't even have this whole uh, back and forth of asking this question on Ravuna. In any event, that was the statement. If you look at the words of the Rajbam, let's read it to you inside. He says, "Velo garsinan matnita atalashmi'inan v'shibush gamurhi." He says the whole text is a shibush because uh, it's not a problem that Avuna would say something uh, that eventually was uh, founded a brayta uh, later than that. Comes the Gemara and continues. Vetu, furthermore, 
Yativ Rav Chazda Ka'amar Mishemid Nafshe. Now Rav Chazda made a statement from himself. The first statement he quoted from Ravuna. Now he quotes from himself. And there's a very important principle in the laws of Shinui Makom. Which means, we discussed at the first point was the name of Ravuna, what's considered Shinui Makom? House to house, under the same roof, that's a whole subject in itself. Now we discuss what type of foods are we talking about over here. Mm-hmm. Well, all foods, anytime you make a berakah in one place, then you go to a different place, then you have to make a new berakah, right. or is it talking about specific foods? So now the is going to give us the guidelines of that. The menu. Ha de amart, shinui makom, sarich levarech. That which we said, you have to make another berakah. Lo amaran ela bidvarim she'en te'unin berakah la'acharein bimkoman. Oh. That's only talking about items that you would not have to say the Berakha Harona in its original place. For example, let's say water. Borene Fashot. Borene Fashot, we learned the Masikat Berakhot. You can make wherever you are. You don't have to be in the same spot. So therefore, such an item like water, if you drank it. So therefore, then you went to a different spot. Now, in the new spot, you'd have to make a Nushakon Yabbaro. That's considered shinui makom that you have to make a another beracha. Aval devarim ateonin beracha laacharem bimkoman en sarich levarich. But on an item that you ate, that you have to make the beracha charona in the original spot where you started to eat. In such a case, the law of shinui makom doesn't apply, and even if you changed places, you're covered with the first beracha. What's the Cases, well, obviously bread, you have to make the Merkat Amazon in the original place. According to the opinion of the Rajbam, this applies also to all the Merakot of Me'ain Shalosh. Meaning if you ate the Kezayit of Mezonot, or Kezayit of Perot of the Shabbat Minim, or you ate a uh, drink and if you ate of Yayin, in all these cases, you would also have to make the Me'ain Shalosh, in the original place. So according to this, if a person, let's say, ate a mezonot in one place, and he didn't make Berachah Harunah yet, obviously, and then he went outside to a different place, so this is not considered Shinui Makom, he can still eat the mezonot without a Berachah Rishonah. Now we have to send the logic. What's the logic? Not contrary to logic. What's the logic in between a uh, water and a case of Mizonot. So the Gebra says, My ta'ama. But says, what's the reason? kama hadar. Because a person knows that he has to go back to his original kivi'ut. So long as he ate a mizonot in this place, for example. Now he walked away. His mind is always what? To go back. Because he knows he still did not make a alam so he always is still attached to the original place. And therefore, even if he moves away, since he's still attached to the original spot, so therefore he's considered eating in the same place. He still has an attachment. However, when it comes to a she'akol, for example, once you walk away, you're finished. I don't have any allegiance to this place anymore. I don't have to come back to this place. And therefore, I'm done with this place. And therefore, it's like you you broke it. Now you're in a new place. New place you have to make a new berakah. So as long as you're still attached 
by a rope to the first place. And what's that rope? <coughs> the rope is that you have to go back to make the menachah aharonah. So your shinui makom is not considered a shinui makom. Look at the lashon of the uh, Rashbam. The Rashbam says like this. Likiv'ah kama hadar. Kilomar. Al da'at se'udah rishona hu okhil arshab l'sayim se'udato. Which means, it's just considered finishing up. Because he started in one place, he goes to another place, it's considered one long se'udah. Because why? He still has to go back to the original spot. So that's not considered a shinui makom that's going to say... In reality, it's a shinui makom. He did change place. But in concept, he's connected, he's connected to the first place because he always has to go back. So that's the way we understand the Hiduk. If you're forced to go back, it's considered one long eating. And then when you're eating al-da'at, which you did from the beginning, it's almost as if uh, you're still uh, in the place where you are. Just considered one long akhira. Uh, when, uh, when you have to make a... Uh, 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 you don't have to return. Mm-hmm. Finish. I'm done over here. I got nothing to do with it the first place. I was considered a new akhila. Now, once we're giving this haluk, mm-hmm. it's quite a very important question. What you're giving this haluk between, uh, I'm explaining according to the Rajbam, between lehem and shalosh items, two nefashot items, why couldn't the Gemara above answer this according to Rabbi Hanan? What was the question? Rabbi Hanan came along and said, Shinui makom is not an issue, which means even if you went, you drew, you made a berachah for yain in one place, mm-hmm. and you went to a different place, right? So you are covered, right? Because I was talking about the case of the mm-hmm. the yain in the bet bet keneset. So comes the Gemara and quotes a Braita. Uh, the Braita came along and said Shinui makom sarich levarich. So the Gemara says, oh, Teyuftad, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan, you're refuted. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're refuted. I can answer very simply. That Rabbi Yohanan was talking about a case of wine. And therefore, since the case of wine, we said that the Benakami Ancient you have to make in the original place. So in such a case, uh, you, you have no uh, problem. Why? You, you, that's why you're covered. And then, but don't ask me from the case of the Braita. The case of Braita is not a, uh, not a question of, I'll tell you, the case of Braita, that's talking about uh, a, a, a different scenario. So therefore, we can answer this question. So look at the Rajbam. The Rajbam, right where we are, it's the uh, second line. Actually, it's one, two, three lines before they get wide. In the Rajbam. Three lines before they get wide in the Rajbam. Vim Tobar. Amai utibnel Rabbi Yohanan... Why did we ask from Rabbi Hanan from the Brayta? I can answer the Brayta like Rav Hazda that said what? That Shinui Makom, you have to make a Beracha. I'll tell you that the Brayta was talking about water. And Rabbi Yohanan was talking about wine. And therefore, no question. You can't answer that. Why? Mm-hmm. If you look at his statement, like Rabbi Yohanan made a blanket statement. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give you a klal that Rajbam says. When an Amora makes a statement, and he makes it blanket, you don't start reading into it. 
uh, he meant in this case, not that case. If the if the Amoraim wanted to make halukim, they say it. Oh. So by him making a statement, Shinui Makom and Sarik Lebarek, he's talking about everything. Now, Brightot sometimes yeah, are, are vague. Brightas can make statements and say, no, it's only talking in this case, but not in that case. So therefore, when the Yohanan said, Shinui Makom and Sarik Lebarek, he was referring to everything. So therefore, we couldn't uh, explain him uh, how he's going to answer the Brayta. So that's why this is not a uh, an answer. Now, last point. Comes the Gemara and says, Rav Sheshat Amar, Echad Zeh, Sarich Levarech. Rav Sheshat himself comes along and says, no, no, no. On all cases, Echad Zeh, you have to make a Another beracha. So Rav Sheshat's opinion is, any time you have a shinui makom, even in the case of, let's say, a mezonot item and things like that, you still would have to make a beracha. So it comes out, we have three opinions that we've seen here on shinui makom. We have the extreme opinion of Rabbi Yohanan that says shinui makom is never a problem on anything. Then you have the opinion of uh, Rav Hazda that's giving you the Hiduk. It depends what you ate. Is it an item that you have to go back for? Or is it an item that you don't have to go back for? And then you have the extreme Humrah of Rav Sheshat that comes along. Shinoi Makom always is a problem. You always have to make a Nubiracha. And the upcoming Gemara, the Gemara is going to question this from the right and give the, the proper answer. Amen, amen.